You are listening to Water Flying, a show dedicated to all things seaplanes. Brought to you by the Seaplane Pilots Association. My name is Steve McCoy. I'm the executive director of the Seaplane Pilots Association, which is the world's largest nonprofit advocacy organization dedicated to the protection and promotion of the water flying community. Climb aboard! We're about to start today's episode. Welcome back to Water Flying. I'm Abby Kellett, a flight instructor in seaplanes and assistant to Steve McCauley, executive director here at the Seaplane Pilots Association. Yes, and before we start this episode, we would like to thank our volunteers, such as David Hast, who has traveled all the way from Michigan and has spent the last week helping us construct an educational float display. David has also joined us on our New Orleans uh, member adventure in 2019, is a lifetime member and a member of our Seaplane Foundation Captain Society. Steve, what's the Seaplane Foundation Captain Society? (laughs) You don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> so, me. so the Captain Society is for donors that decide to support the organization at $1,000 per year. They commit to an annual $1,000 minimum donation. Uh, I am a proud member as well. And uh, we encourage anyone that's interested to reach out to us at spa at seaplanes.org. It is a tax deductible donation. It goes through the foundation and you can even specify how you want the funds. So volunteers like David are truly the powerhouse of the Seaplane Pilots Association. And we could not achieve our goals without them. If you are interested in volunteering, as a field director, a lake liaison, or have any other skill set that you would like to share with us, again, you can contact us at spa at seaplanes.org or give us a call at 863-701-7979. Your feedback as listeners is critical to the success and continued improvement of this podcast. So we're trying to just make it better every time. Let us know how we're doing by messaging us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. You can also email us, like Steve said, at spa at seaplanes.org. Yes, and speaking of passionate volunteers, we have a special guest returning from season one uh, that you heard on the podcast, the chairman of the Field Director Network, head of the Water Landing Directory Update Program. He's also the front man for the EAA Air Venture Oshkosh Seaplane Base, Mr. Mark Rassi. Mark, thank you so much for joining us once again. Well, thank you, Steve and Abby, for having me back. I'm sure you know I'm your biggest fan of these podcasts. And <laughs> speaking of that Captain Society, I'm I'm kind of jealous of it. So I want to know if I can join. Absolutely. Uh, All right. Sign me up. That was easy. Wow. wow. Okay. So we have a new member of the Captain Society, and I wasn't even trying to do that. This podcast <laughs> took a different turn. So. <laughs> well... I've known about this Captain Society now for, what, uh, 30 seconds, but I like it. So (laughs) So I want to be a member. It is a good deal. Uh, You can read about it on the Foundation website. Uh, We are going to start talking about it more. It is a program that we initiated a couple of years ago. Uh, And again, what we want to do is every dollar helps the Foundation achieve our goals. And they are tax deductible, so it is 
a, a tremendous input and it doesn't take very many people at a thousand dollars a year to really make a big difference and it's just one more way if you are a donor to other organizations if you donate to other aviation interests uh consider the uh, captain society and again this really wasn't meant to be a plug for that so uh mark thank you for uh joining our ranks you bet i'm excited so yeah this will be great so Took a different turn. So, Mark, why don't you introduce yourself? I know we had you on season one episode. Don't really remember the exact episode, but it's the episode where seaplanes can land. So what is your role exactly at AirVenture Seaplane Base? And I know you're working along with Tom Hickson, another great field director from Illinois. Well, um, I, I want to save some airtime here and not give you my entire life story, but I... I want to just maybe mention this as as you mentioned maybe that I am the chairman of the Air Venture Seaplane Base in Oshkosh, and I grew up just right around the bay from the seaplane base and got my first airplane ride in a seaplane when I was 12 years old, and after that first ride, needless to say, I, w- I was hooked on aviation and of course seaplanes, and I have a passion ever since. Uh, this year will mark my 41st year of volunteer service because I was a young punk uh, when I started. Um, I'm also the longest living volunteer of the seaplane base. I became chairman back in 1998. I held that position until 2003. And then I took a break to uh, raise my family. And in uh, 2017, I was asked to step back uh, into that chairman role. And Abby, as you mentioned, Tom Hickson, he's uh, an awesome guy, a dedicated uh, SPA field director volunteer. He's also a co-chairman at the seaplane base, and he oversees uh, training our volunteers. And so we know AirVenture 2020 was canceled along with most of the other annual aviation events. What do you think we can expect from AirVenture this year? Because Sun and Fun was sure a success. Well, you know, just a few short months ago, I think my answer would have been different than it is today. Uh, Things uh, seem to be changing. Um, Like you said, um, it was a record turnout for people in planes at Sun and Fawn. And I do think we can expect a good turnout for AirVenture. One aspect that might affect EAA Oshkosh is that there's normally a significant international crowd. Uh, Overall, it is, uh, I mean, it's the Super Bowl of aviation is the way (laughs) I like to describe it. And with uh, many countries still battling the pandemic, along with restrictions on travel, I think this demographic of our attendees will be reduced. Um, EAA hosts guests from 93 nations. Uh, The top three countries are Canada, Australia, and South Africa. And with that said, EAA is reporting they have advanced bookings that are exceeding the 2019 numbers, and that year was a record year. So showing international visitors will be down, but domestic visitors will be up. So um, at the seaplane base, I'm just expecting that our numbers might be down just because we have a significant number of our seaplanes that come from Canada. And with the border being closed, I think that number is going to be reduced. But overall, the estimate at this point is for another record year for AirVenture as a whole. 
Yeah, obviously, we've seen many of the protocols that were put in place due to the pandemic and the return of um, uh, events, you know, through this spring and summer. Uh, what can we expect as far as COVID-19 protocols at AirVenture? Because it's been a very dynamic situation. Um, I think we're seeing a lot of opening up, uh, but it's hard to make some of this planning when it's this far, you know, when it's coming towards us very quickly and it's really a dynamic situation. So what, what can we expect? Well, EAA has uh, implemented several procedures for air venture 21. And I must say that things are changing weekly, if not daily across the country. We can all see that in the news. The CDC just recently relaxed the recommendation, the mass usage for those who have been vaccinated So I think we might see more changes uh, in this towards the end of July, which is really good news for all of us, means that we are making progress against this pandemic. Um, EAA has canceled um, any large gatherings of people, which include some of the big events like the opening night entertainment band, um, their lifetime dinner, the Eagles dinner. Um, EA is also working with the food vendors to provide grab-and-go meals. Um, obviously, the food area congregates a lot of people, so they want to try to make it so that people can kind of get in and get out. So um, they're working with those vendors right now. None of that is really concluded. Um, many other venues will be um, provide social distancing um, and reduce capacity. So Maybe some of the forums that take place, um, Theater in the Woods is another example where they're probably going to implement uh, social distancing. They obviously are um, implementing an enhanced cleaning protocols all across um, AirVenture site. And probably at the seaplane base, one of the biggest changes um, will be uh, capacity restrictions on our buses. As a result, we'll be adding more buses going back and forth to the main airport. Our pontoon boat harbor tours will not be operating this year. And oh, I know that's, that's a, shame. a big disappointment yeah. for many. Yeah, that is. Yeah, a shame. because it, it basically it brings you know the um, the spectator up to the flight line, if you will. You know, at at AirVenture at the airport, you know, you can walk up right up to the airplanes. And, uh, of course, at the seaplane base, you'd have to get wet. So uh, we have harbor tours that take you right up close and personal to the airplanes. And, unfortunately, those will not be operating. Let's, and let's stick on those the for, other big news. Uh, let's stick on those for a second, though, because that they really are unique. These pontoon boat harbor tours of the seaplane base. I don't know another event that I've ever been to, seaplane event, where you actually can take pontoon boat tours around a hundred seaplanes that are moored in a lagoon. I mean, it really is something unique. And uh, if people aren't aware of the fact that you can do this out at the seaplane base at AirVenture, while it may not be happening this year, if you have not done it, you need to make a trip and do this because it is cool because you never know what you're going to see in the harbor. And there's always something interesting there. Absolutely. It's really quite popular. We started it probably about 25 years ago with a donated pontoon boat. And when I was given this boat, I said, what is a seaplane base need with a pontoon boat? It's just in my way. (laughs) And so 
anyway, we came up with the idea to to allow these because so many people wanted to get up and take pictures close to the airplanes and et cetera. And uh, we've expanded that program to um, three boats. And so, like I say, unfortunately, there's there's a whole number of reasons behind the decision. Um, but um, it, it should be back next year, and it's it's very popular. So I, I'm glad that you you know kind of followed back on that. It's it's a neat neat thing at uh, come visit at the seaplane base for next year. Absolutely. Uh, one of the other uh, probably biggest announcements, if you will, is uh, unfortunately our very popular watermelon social. Uh, will be canceled this year as well. Um, we just simply cannot follow the guidelines of social distancing. Um, our tent at the seaplane base, you know, can't house the number of people that we uh, feed at, at that event. Um, it, it's just a very crowded gathering of people. And until we're truly out of the pandemic, uh, we do have to take some measures and and make some tough decisions. So, the watermelon social at the seaplane base is canceled for this year as well. Yeah, that's a shame. Uh, always a great event, and we always look forward to it. So uh, it is disappointing to people attending the show, and, and I know it's going to be disappointing to our members. But, you know, we're complying with the regulations that are out there as we try to deal with this, what's left, you know, this pandemic situation. And we're not completely out of the woods yet. And we just have to be understanding and respectful that we're all just trying to get to the other side of this as quickly as possible. So uh, I know uh, our booth uh, has also moved at the main show in Hangar C. Uh, we're generally always in uh, a specific aisle there at Hangar C, and we'll be moving uh, to one of the uh, wall uh, locations across the hangar. And that's because they've uh, rearranged the hangar displays to allow more spacing for COVID as well. And along those lines, uh, we have had no choice but to uh, also cancel our corn roast because, number one, we wanted to adhere to the same uh, guidelines as EAA, even though the corn roast is not on EAA property. Uh, but uh, through working with the concerns of our property owners and the local uh, officials and EAA, uh, SPA will not be having our annual corn roast this year. I can guarantee you it's, uh, you know, as long as there's nothing unforeseen coming at us, we will come back bigger and better, and it will be the absolute go-to event next year. Uh, but uh, once again, the corn roast, we've already started having calls, people wanting to buy their tickets. Uh, but unfortunately, the uh, corn roast will not uh, be taking place this year. But on a more positive note... <laughs> I'm going to be running the SPA booth for the first time since I came um, as a member of the team. Came on board. October? Is it October? When September. did I start? September? Yeah. I don't remember. Our first podcast was September 22nd. So. Really? Oh, yeah. What are we doing for our anniversary? <laughs> <laughs> so I know that I'm going to be running the SPA booth. We are having a booth. We also have a tent at the seaplane base, generously provided by Mark Rassi. And so, Mark, I know that you and I are going to be working um, side by side this year, you know, kind of similarly in a way. And I'm probably going to use you for advice and just general help, if you would. Um, so a little nervous about it. 
You're the head of the EAA Air Venture Oshkosh Seaplane Base, where SPA has the tent. So what does that mean for volunteers? You know, how many people do you think we'll need between the two places, the SPA booth and then the seaplane base? Well, Abby, um, the entire city of Oshkosh is excited to have you come visit. <laughs> so I, <laughs> oh, no. And I'm really looking forward to working with you. Um, like you've indicated, I'm the chairman of the EAA Air Venture Oshkosh Seaplane Base, and I manage the seaplane base with uh, over 300 volunteers on our roster. So volunteers come together to bring this private property alive and host the busiest seaplane base in the world for one week. So we host two work weekends, one over Memorial Day uh, weekend uh, to prepare uh, for Air Venture. It's kind of like our, our prep weekend. And then we also have a post uh, weekend in October that we kind of put the seaplane base to bed for the winter. And uh, this year, uh, we have over 75 volunteers signed up for our Memorial Day work weekend. So normally we get about 35 to 40, so it's almost double. So a lot of excitement, uh, I think, coming off of a year off. And during Air Venture Week, we have approximately 125 volunteers that are needed to run the seaplane base. With uh, SPA having the two locations, a booth at the main airport and a tent at the seaplane base, um, really requires kind of double coverage. So at the seaplane base, the SPA tent requires a minimum of two people. Um, Sometimes it's quiet down there, which is the way we like it, Um, (laughs) but sometimes it gets busy. So we might, uh, during the busy times of the day, um, schedule four people on each shift. And those shifts are um, basically a four-hour shift. At the main airport at the SPA, both, um, I think, four people per shift is probably optimal and possibly having a couple more during the busy times. Um Like I said, each shift is um, four hours. Some people like to put um, an entire day in, which is awesome. Um, The SPA tent and booth both open at 9 a.m. and close at 5 p.m. So, you know, it is an all-day affair, and we certainly need volunteers to sign up and uh, help you out, Abby. And depending on how many shifts people are willing to sign up for, The SPA will need probably somewhere between 10 and 20 volunteers. Again, if we have dedicated volunteers that are willing to sign up for a whole day, then I would say, you know, we don't need as many. But sometimes, you know, with the busy schedule that people have during, you know, Air Venture Week, they're only allowed to uh, or maybe able to put in, you know, a shift or two. Yeah, so I want to really give credit to the uh, seaplane-based volunteers first uh, that work for you in doing the Memorial Day weekend prep, because I don't think people realize you're talking about volunteers that are literally going into the woods and clearing poison ivy (laughs) Uh, (laughs) to make the uh, paths clear uh, so people can uh, go in and out and stuff without being itchy having any concerns there and the amount of work that they do to prep the the seaplane base in advance is just amazing uh the work crew there is really just uh yeah i'm just in awe of those volunteers and what they get done for you mark 
Um, I also want to kind of uh, build up on what you were saying about the volunteers needed for SPA and how we do all this since this is Abby's first year. I think, you know, what we've seen is really, uh, you know, the SPA booth at the seaplane base used to be more of a relaxed place. And in the last couple of years, we've increased the size of the tent and the activity has been really tremendous to the point that that booth and many times is almost matching the main show booth and sales and membership signups. So yeah, I would say that the there the for the peak hours especially uh we'll probably need four people at the seaplane base on the peak days and the peak time for sure at the seaplane base and then spa also rents a house and so for our core set of volunteers and staff that work the show for our hardest working volunteers that are willing to essentially give us the entire week and come and dedicate the week to us. We're going to make sure you have access to, you know, going and enjoying the show at some point. And we really try to make it fun, even though it's very hard work. But for that dedicated group of 10 people, including staff and volunteers that are giving us the most time, uh, we will provide a house uh, for you to stay in. We try to take care of meals as much as possible. And we it's a lot of hard work, but we also, the, the crew that comes and does it has come year after year. Matter of fact, Peter, that's doing the advertising on the magazine, literally started out as an AirVenture volunteer, and now he's a staff member working on the magazine. Stuck with it. <laughs> we wouldn't let him go. So I'm really looking forward to it. It's my first year. Um, it, it'll be exciting. It'll be a learning experience, certainly. And I know, Mark, you know, you obviously worked sun and fun this year with your wife, Sarah. And then you had Tom Hickson come down and then Peter Christie, as Steve said. So, you know, kind of what is expected of the SPA booth. We're selling merchandise. We're signing up people for memberships. And we have a goal this year of signing up no fewer than 200 new members throughout the week of AirVenture. Yes. You think we can do it, Steve? I'm putting all the confidence in the world in you in and me? the team. <laughs> that actually makes me feel really good. I feel better now. So I can do that. So if you're interested in working with me, we'd love to have you at the SPA booth. You can contact me at abby at seaplanes.org. That's A-B-B-I-E at seaplanes.org. And Mark, what's happening over at the seaplane base and what do you need from volunteers on that end? I know you kind of went through the numbers that you need, but um, anything else? <laughs> well, I want to put a plug in um, for the SPA uh, volunteers. So like you mentioned, um, and again, this next part isn't about me, but I want to say I, I did volunteer from nine to five um, for the entire week of Sun and Fun. And I got to tell you, in the end, it was a lot of fun. It was really great to connect with our members, uh, answer questions. And of course, you know, we sell merchandise and we have uh, sign up memberships and we got some lifetime memberships out of it. So if you're at all thinking that you might want to, I guarantee you in the end, you're going to say that you had a really fun time. So I, I, that's my plug to the SPA members to, to reach out to you and to sign up. But at the seaplane base, like I mentioned earlier, you know, we're fortunate that we have 300 volunteers on our list. And many of them have well over 25 years of dedicated volunteer EAA service at the seaplane base. Um, Of course, we always welcome new volunteers with 100% of our clients being seaplane pilots. We especially welcome SPA members to join our team. 
Um, some of our volunteer positions include working on the docks, handling seaplanes, fueling them, maneuvering the aircraft on the docks so that it can be prepared to be towed out to its mooring buoy. Um, we have 13 boats at the seaplane base, multiple uh, positions there. Um, of course, that requires on-the-job training. It's not exactly easy just to hook up a seaplane and tow it out, especially if it's windy. Um, but we offer that training. Um, we also have a Unicom radio and management of our aircraft. So once the aircraft are on the water, we give them guidance for arrivals and departures. We have positions available in our registration office. We're always looking for individuals willing to help keep our grounds tidy as well. So, Abby, like you said, if you're interested in volunteering um, for SPA at the booth or at the tent, uh, volunteers should contact you, as you said, um, abby at seaplanes.org. And if you're interested in volunteering at the seaplane base, um, contact uh, the seaplane base volunteer co-chairman. Her name is Kim Yarsh, and her phone number is 920-764-2887 or by email at seaplanebasevolunteers at gmail.com. Of course, her information is in the magazine, the SBA Waterfly Magazine. So if, uh, if you didn't write it down, you can look there and it will be under the calendar of events. Yeah, we'll try to get it uh, posted in the show notes as well. Definitely. So, Abby, please remember, we'll make sure that happens. I'm making a note. <laughs> okay. So, you know, I have to say volunteering. I started volunteering out uh, literally at the booth at shows myself. Uh, I was working on the magazine and volunteering at, at trade shows from Sun and Fun, Air Venture, all the way up to Alaska every year. And uh, it was a very enjoyable experience, obviously, for me. And uh, I think that it's a great way to learn the inner workings of the organization and get plugged into what SPA is doing. There's no better way to understand what we do and how we do it than to get involved. And um, it's a lot, again, it, 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 I'm, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It is hard work. We put long days, long nights in, but we do try to make it uh, enjoyable. We do need a setup crew. Uh, we generally show up the Thursday before Air Venture and try to start setting up the main booth on Friday, then set up the seaplane base on Saturday before the show. And then we do some last-minute training on Sunday to make sure everyone's familiar with the operations of the booth and everything they need to know. And then we also do need a couple of volunteers to help us with breakdown and pack-up uh, after the end of the show. So... What I would encourage, if you do have the time and you do have the desire to volunteer, please reach out to Abby sooner than later because we need to get you worked in the system and get you all the training and all the information you need to make sure that you're ready to go. And Mark, um, I, you know, thank you for everything you do for EAA. Thank you for just being such an incredible heavy lifter here at the Seaplane Pilots Association with all the time you give us. And uh, thank you for taking time out of your day to talk volunteers with us. Well, absolutely. Once again, thanks for having me on. Looking forward to seeing you at the end of July. Yeah, so uh, we'll be in your hometown here in just a couple of weeks. Uh, and I know this is not the last time we'll have you on the show. So you'll be hearing from Mark again. I can guarantee it. So until next time, clear skies and blue waters. We are so glad you joined us today. If you like today's show, 
I highly encourage you to join the Seaplane Pilots Association and become a member of the largest seaplane community in the world. Members receive Water Flying, the only full-color glossy magazine dedicated to the seaplane community. And it's available in both printed and digital form. Your membership also includes access to the Water Landing Directory app, which has the Seaplane Flight School directory and a calendar of seaplane events not only here in the United States, but around the world. The association hosts regular educational workshops, safety seminars, and gatherings for seaplane pilots and anyone with a passion for seaplanes. So look us up online at seaplanes.org, join our community, and support our mission of protecting and promoting water flying.